Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zane. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Chino Liao, joined by the guy who's getting a promotion. We are now officially dubbing him... Rowan, the, Rowan A-S-H. Almost All a right. show host. Yeah. He is neither a trainee nor an actual host. Yeah, he's almost, almost. a show host. Yeah. yeah, so Rowan A-S-H, congratulations on the new title. This does not affect your, your pay, your compensation it only changes your designation on the podcast yeah what does this mean we don't know we're making it up on the spot we actually don't yeah. know we just thought about this five minutes before we hit recording so yeah so yeah. Yun. <laughs> yeah. so there that's for the one person in the comments who cares that being bruce right um, <laughs> as we start the show let's tell you about one of the ways you can support the podcast and that's by being a wrestling wrestling podcast patron all right, guys. So we just had our viewing party of Revolution last Monday morning. So some people took the time off during work or off work to watch, and it was pretty fun. So we have a lot of fun, and Champlain, we're looking to the future. And our next viewing party is, of course, the two-day event, the WrestleMania, the most stupendous WrestleMania ever. So if you want to get in on that, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com. Slash wrestling wrestling podcast guys for as low as two hundred and fifty pesos now two fifty pesos now a month you support us and get these free perks like being part of the watch parties uh, getting exclusive access to our Discord uh, where we talk about wrestling uh, exclusive review content and merch that we either get online or our uh, own line of merch which is coming soon I hope. All for free. I mean, you merch summon free, pero yung ano, yung pasabay sinde. So again, for as low as 250 pesos a month, you support us and get these free perks. Patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Uh, for those of you who joined yung promo natin for cookies by CEO, so we're gonna be tama ba tama ba yung because yeah, yes, yes, sir. 
Cookies by CEO. So we're going to be doing a raffle draw later. We have two winners walking away with some cookies, courtesy of Cookies by CEO. Stick around for the end of the live stream uh, as we award two winners, all right? Um, as we start the show, let's talk about WWE 2K22 because the game will be out uh, tomorrow in Standard Edition. But for those of you who got the Deluxe NWO pack, uh, it came out two days ago, no, March 8th. So uh, Ro and I got our copies uh, this week. So shout out to 2K Games, uh, specifically the Asia PR division. Thank you so much for hooking us up with these review copies. Uh, what are your initial thoughts, Ro, on WWE 2K22? Okay, so... When they said it hits different, so may actual basis palayon in that they changed how uh, offense is generated. Um, you actually have to mush, mush, mash buttons mm. to uh, do light and heavy strikes and also to grapple. You do combos and then you get to do big moves at the end of those combos. So I like it. It's pretty fun. It reminds me of a fighting game, which I um, which I play, but I'm not that good. But it's a simple fighting game. And to me, that kind of differentiates it from uh, the real-life wrestling experience. So I mentioned in our audio-only episode from a few weeks back, uh, I kind of fell off from the 2K games because it didn't feel like how we did pro wrestling in real life. So now that they've actually leaned into the fighting game feel of it all, and it actually feels pretty uh, therapeutic to re- to play like that, to play it like that, right? I, I agree. I felt the same way when I was checking out the uh, new game controls, right? the new uh, system that they d- uh, designed for it. Roman J, both Ro and I actually have the NWO edition. So that's a 2K gave us for the review copies. Uh, Gab and I actually feel the same way. Kind of sad that there mid-card championships in my GM. That said, I'm actually enjoying my GM because I haven't played this type of game mode in years since uh, SmackDown versus Raw, basically like 06 or 07. So it's pretty fun to get a feel of it. And ang dami mong iniisip from the type of venue you're gonna book, you marketing, who's uh, feuding with whom, what type of matches, and then yung mga challenges pa ni Triple H as the commissioner. So I really enjoyed that aspect of 2K22. Yeah, uh, I prefer Yumaganun kasi over the sandbox universe mode. Cause if it's a universe mode, but you don't really get challenges. They just leave you to do whatever you want, how you however you want to book the show. Yeah. And I actually don't like that because I want parameters to play against. And okay lang sa akin din that you only get to book three matches on the weekly television shows. Because if you book like six matches in two segments, that's way too long. And you kind of uh Th- end up thinking about way too much so I don't mind it being simplified like that one funny thing happened to me some my GM right before we went on the stream and uh, Karrion Cross basically left my show <laughs> I was GMing Smackdown and Karrion Cross got angry and he said either you pay me an extra 100k so I'll stay on your brand or I'm out of here WrestleMania. I need to save money. So I'm like, bye. <laughs> so that, that actually happened to me in the game and he was in the middle of a really hot feud with Samoa Joe so well <laughs> drama which wasn't which wasn't there before in previous uh, general manager modes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't really explored showcase mode a whole lot uh, just because sobrang hirap niyang uh, laro. Have you have you tried it? 
No, I I've been playing my rice mode because I wanted to create myself. Um, it's still the same template. Now you're going from the performance center to the main shows, but it's a lot less linear than the last uh career mode that I've played, which was Yung Tukay 19. Diba, uh, that one was uh they just take you through chapters that you have to play through. This one um must make conti pang choices naman. And uh, I haven't explored it fully yet, but it seems already a lot more fun than the last one. Uh, shout out to our friend Migs Liado from Smart Candy, who created both Ro and myself in uh, community creation. So if you want to look for us, just uh, search for Play Henry. Yeah, just search that hashtag Play Henry, P L A Y H E N R Y, and you'll find me and Ro and probably uh, whoever else Migs decides to create. So there, those are our quick thoughts on WWE 2K22. Thanks again to 2K Games for hooking us up with the review copies. Let's get to uh, this week's wrestling talk and let's start off with the biggest piece of news that happened this week. And that's all the signings from AEW. So William Regal, Jeff Hardy, Paige Van Zandt, and uh, Shane Swerve Strickland have all made their debuts on AEW. And the biggest question coming out of that is which of these signings matters the most? Let's start with you, Rowan, since you got promoted. Uh, I think the huge get talaga is both William Regal and Jeff Hardy since they are the much more established guys of coming from WWE. And from with the TikTok content ni Rokanina, I think tama yung analogy niya na if you have to get someone, uh, if you're a small company, you have to get someone that is much bigger and someone who is established already. So tama yung ginamit niya with the showbiz uh, analogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, ikaw, Chino, uh, who, which one of these signings impressed you the most? Jeff Hardy, even though we saw that telegraph from months before. I feel like Jeff Hardy is still the primest pick out of the four of them because Jeff Hardy is an established name. More than that, the Hardy Boys are an established name. And name recognition, brand recognition is what draws eyes on your company. If people find somebody that they can relate to, somebody from their past uh, wrestling fandom, then that will convince them more to keep eyes on your product. And then maybe watch the other wrestlers on your roster. Really answered the question kanina sa TikTok natin because somebody asked why AEW keeps signing all these former WWE talent and a, a bigger name from outside wrestling like Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, uh, so Rowan already uh, mentioned it before we got to me, right? So I said that, if you saw that, I said that you need someone who is bigger than you. And especially if you know na hindi naman ikaw yung number one company. Um, I don't think uh, AEW has any uh, illusions that they're number one because you're not WWE. Nobody is ever going to be WWE. So if WWE lets go of these guys who are really popular, you have to get them because they are bigger than you. And as Chino said, they have to use or you have to use them to draw more eyes to the guys that um, that you have homegrown, right? So you really do have to get them and. It's a bad business practice if you don't and if you insist on being the hipster product and assume, and insisting on the fact that I know uh, you can get by with your uh, hardcore fans and your and the people that they know about. Right? And a lot of this because is also stemming from the idea that if you get these guys, you also end up mistreating yung mga 
uh, existing guys mo, diba? So I want to challenge that because I want to say that WWE has actually uh, kind of tainted our idea of what consider what passes as uh, right treatment, like. Now everybody thinks that if you don't appear every week on TV, you're not being treated right. I don't think that's the case. And I think AEW has made a good um, case for, uh, c- for you know, considering people that if, uh, if you don't show up every week, but you're treated well, man, you're treated like a big deal. You are not being oversaturated to the point that nobody wants to see you anymore. Uh, you're doing well, right? Uh, it doesn't have to be an every week thing. You get to rest. You don't have to force yourself on silly situations. You don't have to do stupid segments just to uh, remain at the top of mind the audience. So we gotta we gotta change the way of thinking. The uh, right treatment means appearing every week. Just want to get something in contra uh, and support Nero. So a lot of the times when when AEW does pick up somebody big, let's go all the way back to Miro. Diba? Ang ganda ng build ni Miro, he became TNT champion and the hype was there. He almost had a title run, but now he's not even on TV. Anymore. He's injured. He's injured. Diba? Pero hindi, pero gets ko naman na injured siya. But then at the same time, there are other talents that are picked up that also get, you You can immediately tell that a talent's trajectory has a ceiling in AEW. You get what I mean? Like, dumadating sila sa point na they're so hot until they're not anymore and then you end up in the mid-guard all of a sudden. Like, if every single time that they pick up a new talent, sooner or later, they inevitably end up in the mid-guard, which is not, yes, again, gets ko, hindi kailangan every week. But then at the same time, what nawawala yung long-term storytelling nila eh, di ba? From no, but, yeah, that's side. the problem. You you people think, of everyone thinks that the mid-card is somehow hell for all of these talents. When everyone knows, especially if you're in the business, di ko naman pwedeng main event all the time unless you're Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns, di ba? And not everybody is Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Just yeah. because you're in the mid-card, just because you're not challenging for the world championship, doesn't no, mean you're being missed treated. And you that's know, the problem. But eh, pero at the same time, kinuha mo yung mga main eventers eh, diba? So why aren't you using the main eventers that you already have? Gets me on? They're already there and then all of a sudden, they're back in the mid-card, diba? But nawawala yung long, I'm I'm after a longer t- term storytelling here from AEW side of things, diba? Kasi Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, he lost and then now he's all of a sudden he's in a tag team. I don't get why he's supposed to be in a tag team now. When he was going after the title in the first place, yes, Natalusha, but he's supposed to be this badass heel, is a badass Yeah, but heel he's good. not supposed to be a main eventer all the time. That's a problem. No, if you put they, him in the main event all the time, you're, you're, yeah, yun, yeah, they're going to be forced into these situations na, na pilit or, mas, or pangit just because you want them to stay there. Look at the issue, the fact that no, is the issue that parang sa basketball, there's only one ball. In this case, there are only so many minutes to go around on a weekly TV show. Yes, sa akin kasi, if I expect to see that, I wanted to see Brian Danielson on a weekly basis. Then may ko siya, di ba? If I see them from time to time, that's well, okay too. But at the same time. Dumadating sila sa point na gets mo yon, may ceiling talaga sila eh. Nawawala yung push nila eh. Na kasi may pumapasok na bagong tao, 
Yun nga, so yun nga yung challenge ko. That you don't have to be pushed all the time just to justify your signing. That's not what it's... But at the same time, it's not healthy to keep getting all these people because dumadami yung talent mo eh. And then where do you put them, right? That's the, that's my problem with AEW. Where do you put all the guys? I've been looking at the Twitter chatter and it's kind of similar to what you're saying, Chino. Pero mas natatawa ako when people online are saying na uh, Tony Khan's using up all this money to sign this star and that star. And I'm like, wait lang, wala namang salary cap sa wrestling, hindi naman to NBA. And like, why do we care about Tony Khan's money? So yung tipong ano eh, player sa GM mode na ano, unlimited yung pera niya, like hinak niya yung game. Sa akin lang kasi, you, I want this whole project to be sustainable. Diba? The WWE's been around for decades. AEW's only been around for, what, less than 10 years now. Less than 5, even. How is this sustainable in the how long are you, Who are you to say that it's not sustainable? <laughs> that's know. what Stan is saying. Know. There's how no salary it? cap uh, in wrestling. Yeah, why not? Shahid Khan is wants rich, do, rich yeah. as fuck. <laughs> it's not sustainable. Diba? It's not, kuha ka lang ng kuha ng tao. And what happens to the pre-existing guys that you have? That's the Khan's Wait. problem. We <laughs> are also forgetting that he's actually not renewing every single contract that he signed since the beginning of AEW. So we have to remember that. And uh, not again, not everyone that he's signing is a main eventer. We, I think we are so caught up in the fact that, oh, you're from WWE, therefore you must be higher up on the totem pole than you should. But uh, guys like what? Tony Nese, guys like even Shane sort of Strickland, they're not being brought in as main eventers. They're just guys who were from a bigger promotion. And that, and I think, see, for his credit, naman, Tony Khan, he signs them to the contract that they're I'm sure he doesn't throw millions of dollars at everyone who came from WWE. I don't know. Um, I'm getting the sense that you're getting flashbacks, Chino, to the WCW days, especially towards the end. Na, you know, bloated contract after bloated contract, which inevit- inevitably led to the company's collapse. Tama ba? Yeah, a lot of it is that. Also, a lot of it is because you see the guys that they bring in that are built up so well, like Lance Archer, who all of a sudden are now just on dark, diba? Choke slamming jobbers on a weekly basis. So, parang, nasan yung, nasan yung build niya when he was supposed to be this number one contender? That's nawala. Tapos nawala. Brian Cage. Sorry? Brian, Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Exactly. Yung mga build na itong mga taong ito nawawala eh because they keep pitting people in front of them. So why, why, why is that the deal here? I'm going to counter that by saying WWE has the same exact people in their roster and it's not making for a good product. Yeah, but WWE also builds up a longer story. No, they I don't. don't. Say, they do I not. Big E with the money in the back. That was just that, one sit one particular Benny example and Sasha out of breaking up. One particular example. That's not <laughs> no. L- they're long term storytelling. No, come diba, on. Wala silang, wala silang, I don't see long term storytelling in AEW. WWE story has a thin ass roster right now, and they're paying the price. I don't see long term storytelling honestly, which is because which is why I have a problem with this whole deal. No, I'd rather have a stacked roster that they can rotate. This is fun. We haven't had like a heated debate like this on the podcast in years. This is really, really fun. We're going to take a break, though. We're going to save more of the hot stuff for after that. Uh, first, we got to let you know about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. 
All right, guys. So if again, uh, I think there's a sale coming up soon on the 15th. So if you want to get everything you want and need, hashtag NASA Lazadian, all you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser, at the cart, and check out on the mobile app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. We're going to talk about the fallout from AEW Revolution after a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. Uh, I just want to say hey to everyone who is tuned in on Kumu right now. Nobody's commenting yet, but if you want to join in the Berdagulan online, if you have thoughts <laughs> on whether our, our roster should be stacked or not, just say hey. Oh, saying hey to Mumond. Mond, kasi mahaba yung pangalan mo. Saying hey. Uh, hey. Uh, thank you to everyone. Keep smashing those hearts. Tell everyone that you love fiery wrestling debate. Tama, tama yung mga nagsasabi. At least nandito kami for the debates, di ba? Oh, at least present, present tayo lahat. Saka nag-research kami, pangit. Hindi namin hinintay na hingin yung in advance. Anyway, let's move on. I just want to point to John Christopher's really nice summary of the whole thing. Mas okay yung stacked roster kesa sa Puro Rematch every week. Which is exactly what I have to deal with when I watch Raw and SmackDown every week. So that's why I prefer the deepest, deepest fuck roster in AEW. Alright, let's get to some Revolution talk. And as we discuss yung fallout ng Revolution, my first question is, was the show too long for you? So ako, uh, when I watched it, I watched it gabina after a very long day, didn't catch it live, had to watch it in segments. And even then, I was so tired by the end of it, I basically slept through Adam versus Adam. But that's just me because I had a long and tiring Monday and have no, no, no time not to catch up on the show. So okay, what do you guys think? Was it too long? Let's start with Rowan. Let's get your thoughts in. Well, for me, yung length ng pay-per-view na to, it's, it's as typical as WWE. I think it's the same lang. Pero feeling ko, like, kaya lang it felt long is because hindi tayo sanay sa AEW doing this type of long show. Kasi diba, most of their pay-per-view are like three hours. Ito parang it lasted like four hours. Am I, am I correct? No, all, all of their pay-per-views are four hours long. Like the last one is All Out or Full Gear and both of them are like four hours long. Ganun yung standard nila actually. All right, maybe maybe nasan, then nasanay tayo sa WWE na three hours lang yung typical nila, di ba? So yeah, I, I think that's a... I think it's not that long actually. Parang, ano lang, same lang. Okay, ikaw, Ro. Uh, last na ako kasi I have, um, you know, a similar take as yours. Baka Chino might Sige. have a different take. I felt Sige. like it was too long. Uh, 
Uh, I don't know if that was you, what you guys were saying. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I, I felt like it was too long. Um, and this is coming from somebody who's seen the Batman twice. <laughs> I, sat, I sat through a six-hour movie and still found this too long. Because not only is the length an issue, na almost four hours, siya, but also the way the match card was built out, where you didn't really have time to breathe. Diba? After, pagdating mo ng MJF, CM Punk, tuloy-tuloy na yun eh. So, wala kang time to rest. Wala kang, wala kang bathroom break match. Diba? Wala kang, wala kang batch that makes you say, ah, oh, yun ito. Diba? We can zone out for this. I'm not saying na kailangan yung maglagay ng pangit na match. But all cards have that. Diba? This one probably did not. It was the, it was the, once you got to the MJF CM Punk blog color match, tuloy-tuloy na yan. And then at a certain point, mapapagod ka din eh. Mapapagod ka from all the main event matches that you have. Yeah, so basically I agree with all of that. Um, I, I come from a, <laughs> I come from a wrestling promotion that, had what five to six hour events yeah jesus <laughs> we, we used to end shows at like 11 45 p.m yeah, yeah, yeah. when and, we had and, no right to do that tsaka, this particular show uh this revolution show uh your main event yeah started at 11 30 eastern so that is really late and i guess that's par for the course i guess if your event starts at 8 or 9 p.m so yeah that's fine but um it's really long and some people are okay with it because it's um uh AEW only has pay-per-views every once every quarter. So um it's not every month you're spending four hours late at night. But long is long, and sometimes there's just no excuse for it, especially when you can leave some matches off the card. Um you can tell that Tony Khan wanted as much people as possible to have a payday, which is, again, not bad, but sometimes you do have to put your foot down and uh, say that you just can't go on this card. So um, I guess, I don't know, is it because we're old? Is it because we have less energy, less attention span? I don't know what's going on. But some people can actually stand four hours of sitting on their butts for wrestling. So if that's you, then good for you. But that's not us. And it doesn't really make for a good experience. Like uh, three hours is pushing it, but three hours is the most I will sit through. Oh, okay. uh, Rowan Chida, since you guys agree with me, which match would you have bumped off Revolution? Uh, I would have bumped off the TBS championship match because I, I always thought that match was for TV. Oh, that championship was for TV. Uh, the six-man tag between um, Darby Sting and Sammy and AHFO uh, would have been great for for Rampage. Uh, that's pretty much it, I think. Uh, that would have cut you an hour. Yeah, I think. Yeah, actually. Ako, uh, ako sagot ka din yung tornado tag because what a mess, man. It's like everybody in the pool all at once. It doesn't make sense. So, parang sa akin. Sige, mga camera man, hirapan. Oo, diba? Kasi ang daming nangyayari. Tapos tumalun pa si Sting. Tapos parang hindi naman kailangan to sa current Tony Khan. But then I get, I get what he was trying to do. Diba? Give everybody their screen time and all that. But then at the, same, at the end of the day, you gotta put your foot, foot down. Diba? Um, I would have loved to see it on TV, kulat ng sinabi ni uh, Rowe, because then you would have had an excuse to put Jeff Hardy in the mix, diba? Make him wrestle right away instead of him just jumping out for the save. Or at least yun, may redeeming value ka agad. 
Right, See, right. Roman J, it's not that the matches were bad. It's AEW. The matches are good. But uh, there are just some things that you can leave off a card. So once you get into the business, you'll know what I mean. But uh, I, I also get the fact, uh, the opinion, that, okay, we're fans. We paid for this. We want as much action as possible. But uh, be nice to your bodies and minds. You don't want to enjoy it. You don't want to be able to do it. If you're going to get out of it or get out Hindi siya like, uh, sulit in that sense. I was looking at the time, sorry, I was looking at the time code of the pay-per-view while I was watching it. Doon pa lang sa Moxley-Danielson match, that was about two hours and change in. Pagod ka na eh. Diba? Yeah. So, uh, and then you had to put up with another hour, hour and a half after that. So, parang, paano mo ma-enjoy yung hour, hour and a half? How can you give the same attention you to to the hour, hour and a half remaining that you gave to the two hours prior. Siyempre, hindi na kaya, di ba? I think Pero, ang naging problema ko dito is that I haven't had breakfast at this time. And yun, then, yun pa, di ba? Hindi pa ako nakakapag-lunch. At, I mean, lumagpas na ng lunchtime. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, parang na, mas nakakapagod lalo. So, di, di ka na makafocus na maigi sa match. Pero I, wa- I want to get my eyes glued on the program itself. Yeah. So, wala eh. Yeah, uh, this is why I like what uh, WWE did with splitting WrestleMania into two nights. Because the same concept, you're trying to get everyone on the show. And I was there live for 35 where the show started at 5 p.m. And we left MetLife Stadium way past midnight. So we were we were dead-ass tired. So yeah, spe- you know, speaking, speaking of that, so people on TikTok have also been commenting that they want the old one-day WrestleMania back. No! I'm like, why? why? Why would you want this? Why would you want that for yourselves? <laughs> Honestly, kung ako mismo, like right now, I'll be honest, I'm planning a trip to WrestleMania next year because it's in California. My whole wish is that it's two days long para sulit yung punta ko. Kasi kung yeah. one day lang yung punta mo, tas mapapagod ka, hindi mo may enjoy yung one day, guys. Trust me. Si Chino, I went through that, so I, I know diba? what he's talking about. Hindi yeah. mo, mo ma-enjoy yun lahat, eh? the travel and the waiting and the standing around. Siyempre, mas gusto mo yung two days para ma- ma-enjoy mo yung buong exposure mo. Dati, eh. like when I was new to Reddit, I posted in Squared Circle, the subreddit, na what if WrestleMania becomes a two-night event? Just like... The, so, minanifest ko rin to. Wow, wow, okay. Wow. 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 Oh Wait, di ko na makiniklaim na ganyan. Pero parang tinanong ko dati sa subred yun. And then everyone got mad. And then they preferred the one day lang. Because I, I, they didn't even clarify the reasons. Basta they want one day lang. They, they didn't want the two-day event. Yeah, uh, I think for to their credit naman, I think WWE has figured out that two days are not just great, but they're also profitable. Because you get to put on an event for two days. Right? And it's not a fact that I mean it's not because of Wolashang star power or anything, but also but more because you have so many stars and so many things going on that you have no choice but to go through two days. And it's a lot of time, either whether it's um seven hours or two days worth of events, but that's it is what it is. So I'd rather take the the option with a break in between. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope na no, I hope na AEW figures this out then at some point. Because you know uh we're all probably going to enjoy the product you know, more as a result. Speaking of the product, let's go back to Revolution itself and let's talk about that dog collar match, CM Punk and MJF. And let's start with the match first. Your thoughts on how gritty and how bloody it became. Uh, let's start with Rowan Ulit. 
Okay, so this is my first ever dog collar match. Hindi ko pa napapanood yung Cody versus Brody. And wow, this is so violent. Sobrang, uh, I, I actually called this the passion of punk. Um, <laughs> ve- very violent and ano, very entertaining. Uh, I, I hope um, they do more of this, pero I don't know, maybe in the next five years siguro. Like less bloody naman. Mm-hmm. Chino? As a fan of Nick Gage... I say this with all due respect. This match was just gratuitous and and unnecessary to a certain point. Na parang, wow. Not because of the blood. I don't have a problem with the blood. Just because of the length and the number of spots that they tried to do. Yeah, they went na 27 parang, minutes. Diba? Ang haba niya eh. Dito ka mapapagod eh. There was a point in the show where your attention span begins to wane. It'll be, I feel like it'll be in this match because there's a lot of it is just them hitting each other with the chain. Like in, if you say you say 27 minutes, I'm pretty sure that's easy 10 minutes of them hitting themselves with the chain. Yeah. So we don't need all of that in, in that span of time. You know, I understand the CM Punk is not a work great wrestler. Nah, he's not a spot monkey uh, to use a wrestling term here. But at the same time, if you just keep seeing people hit each other with the same chain over and over again. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that, with Chino, and say that um, as a wrestler, if you have to go this entire time, which is almost 30 minutes, Siba, just, just so... Uh, you can somehow hook the fans in, then you might not have been doing your job correctly. And I don't want to say that outright because MJF and Punk have way more experience than I do. But because um, personally, if you have to go that long, it's just going to be... A, a lot of it is masturbatory, you know? And you can cut off like half that time and tell the same kind of story, especially with Wardlow turning on MJF at the end. Diba? Uh, yeah. You, um, at a certain point, kasi if you have that much time uh, allowed to play in the match, a lot of it feels like you're just messing around. Diba? When you can just get into it and get as intense as possible in as short a time as possible. Let's talk about CM Punk bringing back his theme from his ROH days. Uh, I, I'm not even sure if I can pronounce it properly. Miseria Cantare, AFI. Um, people were popping for it, lalo na yung mga nakaka-recognize nung song. I wasn't one of them because I only learned about Punk nung nasa WWE na siya. And what really bothered me was how people on the internet were very gatekeepery about it. But ah, you're not a real wrestling fan. Ah, you're not a real CM Punk fan. Like, come on. <laughs> Why are people acting like this? It's, it's a song from... Anaginamit uh, niya in like the early 2000s. Big whoop. Uh, well, it's the same thing. I mean, it's the same thing with Seth Rollins using the Shield theme uh, back at the Royal Rumble. Uh, day one, diba? Or Royal Rumble, sorry. Rumble. Yeah, yeah I mean, I get it. La parang, okay, it, it resonates with you. You remember, good for you. You know, you want your award, you want your star or, or whatever, or like a participation trophy. I, I just couldn't get with the gatekeeping of it all. Yeah, people are weird about it. People have been really weird about this whole thing. Whether you're on the gatekeeper side or you're on the I don't know this part of Punk's history side. Okay, if you don't know, just shut up and let people enjoy it. If you do know it, shut up as well and enjoy it. So you don't have to be weird about it. Tama si Roman J. Bakit walang ganong reaction when Edge used the 
<laughs> oh, nga. That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it's just that I, I just saw so much, uh, so much noise on Twitter over it. Even CM Punk himself joined the fray, and I was like, "Oh boy, this is uh, very weird." It, it was not a good look. Yeah, Punk. For Punk. Punk is too angry for his own good. <laughs> to the point that means in a papahiasha. So yeah. I, I just tell him to chill yeah. out, dude, and accept yeah, that not everyone watched your ROH stint. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about Wardlow, gentlemen. Uh people are pretty happy. People are liking the Wardlow face turn. So I called it Wardlow would win the face of the revolution ladder match, and now uh, he goes on dynamite, cuts a pretty good babyface promo. So, your thoughts, guys? Uh, Rowan, uh, I think he will get the push as if he's the modern day Batista. Uh, very impressive, yung bago nyang, uh, like yung latest match niya. Pero yung ano niya, like mga prior matches niya, like when he was newer in AEW, parang di pa ako na impressed sa kanya. Parang nakukulangan pa ako. He's not that um, dominant. But with his performance recently, I think he can be a world champion by next year. Mm-hmm. Chino? Uh, build, yeah. I like the face turn. Um, it was earned. Um, however, I'm going to disagree with some of the things Rowan said here. He still has to go through MJF and Sean Spears. So that whole saga of him facing Sean Spears and then MJF is going to take a while. Um, I, want them to, I want to see how they do it. How, how they end up build, making him face MJF in the end. Sana earned siya. You know, Sana doesn't just be beat around the bush every so often. So, uh, yeah, uh, Mans is not winning the mm-hmm. TNT Championship next week. So he still has to go through MJF and Sean Spears. So that's actually his big moment, not any championship belt or anything. This is what I signed up for when Wardlow started planting the seeds, right? So... Again, I was more invested in this, uh, in MJF versus Wardlow than Punk versus MJF until they did the whole picture thing and all of that. Right? And the MJF uh, b- um, origin story. Right? So yeah, uh, good on Wardlow. Uh, I still don't think he needed to win the Face of the Revolution ladder match because his big moment was turning against MJF. Uh, he just has to beat MJF and that's where he becomes a really made man. Yeah, I think uh, Wardlow has to go through that Odyssey Muna to really become that established uh, babyface superstar, right? Okay, uh, let's talk about this one. Violence on the table. William Regal managing John Moxley uh, and Brian so, Danielson. Um, let's start again, with you, the match Because I know that this is your Total surprise. Didn't know. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, nobody... He knew, so we were all surprised together. He was going there eventually, but I didn't know that at the context, palaba. So that was pretty cool and uh, more uh, enfranchised fans will know that Regal has history with both men. Uh, Brian is uh, a student of Regal. Uh, Moxley and Regal tangled together in FCW, so they pretty much made each other or he regal made moxley so i like him being the antonio inoki of this operation so this to me is the most compelling thing that we got from revolution and 
I want to see them run roughshod. I, I don't think both guys need to go for the world championship. I'm totally fine with them being a tag team. Igao Chino, did you like your explanation, Regal, about why they came together? Um, honestly, I haven't heard it. Uh, also, I don't. My whole thing with this is tag teams have a ceiling, diba? In 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 any sort of wrestling promotion. Tag teams always have a ceiling. Now, it goes back to the previous argument that as a main event picture. But when you have guys like John Moxley and Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Daniels in this case, you want to see them in the main event picture. Right? You want to, people to pay because they're on the card. Right? You don't want people to come and say, hey, you know your match, it's right? Because they're main event draws. That's what they're known for. Right? And I feel like when you're a tag team, you don't really get to see them headlining main events. You know what I mean? You don't get to see them headlining shows. You always see a tag team either open the card or, or in the middle of the card. Hindi siya yung draw na sinahanap ko when I pay to watch a show. So, and, the, and one, one hand, yes, gets ko na if you're a real fan of, of that Brian Danielson and of John Moxley, you like this. Yes, I get that. But at the same time, as a fan of their WWE runs, I've always wanted to see them in the main event. And for me, this was kind of putting a ceiling on all of that. Igor Rowan, do you agree? Yeah, I mean, but here's what I'm going to say, though. Um, I think I like this idea of Brian and Max becoming a tag team because I'm a sucker for good cop, bad cop type of tag team. So we had that with like Team Hell No, Kaya MVP and Matt Hardy. And this is something that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and uh, unlike those teams, you actually have the Dr. Shelby presence in William Regal really reining them in. Uh, Ro, I think uh, I, I can see the parangusawa you're about point ni Chino. No, uh, it goes back to the earlier argument. Uh, I just realized that Chino shares Vince McMahon's disdain or, you know, general disdain for tag teams. So he wants to see them as single stars where as um, other people can easily see two tag team, uh, two main eventers in a tag team uh, actually holding up the division and carrying the division up with them. So there's nothing I can say to convince you that this can be uh a big deal because hey, you think tag teams are just up to here when clearly in AEW that doesn't really work that way. Uh, I've seen tag teams main event shows in AEW and it they don't really share Vince's philosophy. But I get where you go. I get where you're coming from. Now you want to see a singles guy up top and blah, I can't change that. I can't convince you otherwise. All right. Let's move on to another Another stable, this time a stable that disintegrated. So the inner circle is no more. And now we've got the Jericho Appreciation Society. So Chris Jericho turned on uh, the Proud and Powerful. And there was a beatdown 2.0, Daniel Garcia and Jake Hager taking Chris Jericho's side. So do you guys like this or not? Chino? I felt like it was unnecessary. Because they didn't resolve the inner circle dealings whatsoever. Um, yeah, it's so what they did was they said, uh, but the inner circle, they're bagun in group. Um, I like how they gave 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Uh, at least they have something to do now, you know. But then at the same time, 
I really would have wanted to see that the inner circle thing play out a little bit more. Rowan? I've been looking for this type of show opener and I think this is a great way to start the show talaga. Uh, it kind of confused me a bit because uh, 2.0 and uh, Daniel Garcia got involved with like, physical sila with Chris Jericho for a brief moment kanina. And it turns out magkakampi pala sila. And wait, uh, I gotta ask you guys, um, what do you think of the stable name? Uh, do you think it's too much or I don't know, I, I have... I've seen a lot of people are like shitting on it. No, it's silly, I think that's but the point. It, yeah, that's the point. That's the point of the uh. name. People, the reason they call themselves that is because Jericho has already turned heel and he wants that heat. Na parang pag hindi ka kasama dito sa sayahin ito, then pack you ka. To that level, diba? Yeah, basically. Mm. And you're not supposed to like them. I think the inner circle when it first uh, came to be, we didn't really pop for the name either, right? The reaction was very tepid. Uh, Inner Circle, what a bland name. And then over time, it caught on. So I'm sure na, you know, Jericho Appreciation, Appreciation Society will take on a life of its own at some point. Yeah, uh, I don't really feel that much for it. So it's funny. I, I, I understand that it's to um, highlight Jericho as an egotistical asshole who needs uh, who needs um, his sycophants around him. Right? Uh, my thing though is that in a kayfabe standpoint, why would you hire 2.0? Like Daniel Garcia, I get because he's a killer. But 2.0, these are bumbling henchmen that, uh, <laughs> that don't really win at all. Yeah. Except for uh, against uh, Jobbers of Dark, right? Um, I guess uh, these kayfabe explanation is that they don't have the same potential as Proud and Powerful, so they can't break out of Jericho's shadow the same way Santana and Ortiz did. So... It's just meant to me. It's not. Uh, it doesn't set the world on fire. It just establishes Jericho as a as a dick. Yeah, what a or maxi for... package deal. Na to get <laughs> Daniel Garcia, you need his parents <laughs> yeah. in. Puede, puede. But what a downgrade from Proud and Powerful 2.0. I have to say, it's just nothing against 2.0. They're hilarious, pero God. I mean, I will say that the inner circle made Sammy Guevara and the Proud and Powerful. So it could do the same thing to Daniel Garcia at the very least and probably to 2.0 to an extent. It could. Right. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about WWE. Got lots to talk about between SmackDown Raw and NXT Roadblock. But first, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. Yep, yep. So again, uh, sale happening, I believe, in the middle of the month, which is in a few days. So if you want to get Anything you need, everything you need and want on Shopee, all you got to do is use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash W9X. Podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9 and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out on the mobile app. And again, what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do we have any shout outs on Kumu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, underscore Harrison saying, hey, uh, he says that Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley for WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Yeah, why not, right? Uh, I think we're all tired of Queen Zelina and Carmella. So, yeah, uh, saying hey to everyone who's tuned in again. Uh, keep smashing those hearts. Uh, saying hey to RC1227 for sending us a Miss Kumu universe. So, thank you for Ooh, that thank sticker. You. Yeah, my name is uh, Rafi Mahidum Hoyohoy sent halo halo. Maraming salamat. Uh, you guys should send more halo halos because we haven't gotten those in a bit. Uh, saying hey to everyone again, please smash those hearts and let everyone know that you love wrestling talk here on Kumu. All right, let's talk about uh, stuff that happened on SmackDown. First, Ricochet is the new Intercontinental Champion, and that also changes Yung Sami Zayn Johnny Knoxville match. It's now just a uh, straight up singles match, which I think allows Johnny Knoxville to kick Sami Zayn's ass at WrestleMania. So what do you think about these two related developments? Let's start with Ro. Uh, yeah, and so people were complaining that uh, why is Johnny Knoxville competing for the Intercontinental Championship? So uh, now he doesn't because he never needed to. And it was just a way to get uh, the championship off of Nakamura. And I don't mind it. I don't mind this at all. Now... Ironically, it leaves Ricochet with nothing to do at WrestleMania at the moment. Like, I don't foresee an immediate challenger for him if he's going to, you know, uh, defend the title at WrestleMania. So, parang natalo siya at this point. But we'll see. Maybe they can come up with something for him. Ika Rowan. No, I'm happy for Ricochet winning the Intercontinental title. And just like what I said on the on my TikTok content, uh, um, the mid-card division is really thin and I think this is a way that they are reviving it. So the problem is there's too much tag teams and wala tayong single stars. And so meron nga tayong single stars pero they're busy doing their own thing like Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin. So, so yun lang. But uh, what I didn't like about Ricochet's victory is that he won via ano, help of Johnny Knoxville. And in part of Johnny Knoxville, I think medyo bobo siya in that part. Kasi he could have had faced Sami Zayn at WrestleMania for that title. Yeah, that's actually true. Sorry, sorry, No, no, no. I just want to say that that's actually true. If I were Johnny Knoxville, I would compete for a championship. <laughs> yeah, but then at the same time, dahil wala natin burden of the IC title, Johnny Knoxville can do shenanigans now. <laughs> he can do some jackassy thing. Which is bound to happen anyway in um, the, their match in WrestleMania, and at the same time, see Ricochet, while long overdue for a title run, has been sandbagged with with this title now. And yeah, tama kayo. I don't really see where he goes from here at this point. I don't know if he gets an immediate rematch with Sami Zayn or he gets a new rivalry. I, it's still unclear to me. 
I mean, there are three weeks to go until WrestleMania, and just this week they set up like three or four matches already for both nights of of Mania, right? So I think there's enough time, pa to set something up. Last year, Big E versus Apollo Cruz for the Intercontinental Championship was set up like the last three or two weeks before the show. So my time, pa naman. You know, a lot of people on our comments section, like, we might have a ladder match, but the problem is like. Most of those guys are in tag team. Like they want Sheamus, or Ridge Ridge Holland, or even Jinder. But you, we can't easily, ano, put them. Uh, like we need ano contenders them for the titles, for the tag titles. I meant. I mean the the tag title situation will probably work itself out because right now the Viking Raiders and the Usos still have their thing going on. You know, if if you want to have all these guys competing for the Intercontinental Championship, they could do something like. What happened in WrestleMania 31 and 32 about with a with a ladder match and all those contenders? Um, sticking with the WrestleMania theme, Austin Theory came out on SmackDown this week and declared himself as Pat McAfee's opponent. So, uh, you know, I, I think this should uh, make everyone feel more relaxed. Now, it's not Mr. McMahon; it's actually Austin Theory for real, for real. So, Ro, your thoughts on this? Uh, no thoughts. I mean, it's Austin Theory. It's Pat McAfee. This is probably going to be good if they have enough time, which I hope they do. I do want to bring attention to the Vince McMahon interview. Okay, Pat McAfee. And if you haven't listened to it yet, you should go check it out. Because it's a whole bunch of PR. You can tell that he was just really BSing. Sorry, uh, he's your boss. But uh, he doesn't actually do what he says he does in real life. And it's a fun listen if you want to be, you know, you want to be lied to a little bit. By the boss. You got Gina, your thoughts on uh, this whole setup with Austin Theory and Pat McAfee? Yeah, if they let it be good, then it will be good. Because we know Pat McAfee can go, we know Austin Theory can go. But this might have been the potential to make Austin Theory a star here. If they let yeah. him if they let him do his thing, this might actually make his name. Might be his WrestleMania moment. Uh, Rowan, is it weird to you that Austin Theory is going after a commentator? No, I'm actually I'm I'm good for this. I'm okay with this. And like I've said before, I enjoyed the Jerry Lawler versus Michael Cole feud, or even the Booker, <laughs> Booker T versus Cody Rhodes, or no, any, I love that. Yeah. any NPC versus wrestler feud. I like it. I don't know why I find it so amusing, but I really enjoy it. And for this one, I enjoy Corinto for sure. Okay, but not even JBL uh, versus Josh Matthews from 2000. To be fair, the commentators he mentioned were actually former wrestlers. And Pat McAfee has, has ring experience. So it's not yeah. totally out of the blue. Na, ano, na wala silang alam. You JR versus Jerry the King Lawler, the thing is, I, I know they might be former wrestlers, but they are like being considered that they are no longer in the touch zone, right? I mean, touch, uh, no, no touch list sila basically, pero pagka ini-intimidate sila ng wrestler, parang na-enjoy ko talaga, oh, lalaban si King, oh. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I guess in this case, it's Pat McAfee, he's a mainstream star. So he, you know, serves double the purpose here uh, by being a commentator and an in-ring competitor, right? Let's talk about Raw. Kevin Owens and Stone Cold is a thing. It is, uh, it's going to happen at WrestleMania Saturday, and it's going to be on the KO show. And based on the reports on the internet, uh, the promotions are really being centered around not calling it a match, I guess, for obvious reasons. 
So your thoughts, Ro? We already talked about this. So we already know that nobody really wants to see Stone Cold wrestle at his age. And it's a good thing that he understands that as well. So good on him for insisting to not wrestle. Uh, it's a good thing that he set his own boundaries. And um, I guess it's one less thing to be tired of. Right? So it's a segment, so it's not as tiring to watch on the show. Yeah, it should be fun uh, watching them get into a war of words. Ikaw, Chino, since uh, this is more from, you know, uh, like it really harkens back to the Attitude Era days. It's really just an announced Stone Cold cameo. Is what it is. In the previous WrestleMania's and people pop because they didn't expect him to be there. At least this time around, people expect him to be there now. And the most we'll get out of him is a stunner, probably. He stunts KO and then babatohin siya ng beer and then that's it. Call it a night. Yeah. Right? Uh, One last moment in the spotlight. Rowan, any uh, different thoughts? Okay, so we all know that this will end up uh, with um, KO getting stunner. Uh, he will eat a stunner. But if this match become, uh, if this turns out to be a match, it'll be okay. But can we acknowledge that uh, when KO and Seth lost for the tag team championship, nawala na siya ng pag-asa to be in a, to have a spot at WrestleMania? H- how can that happen when WrestleMania is two nights? Um, you do need a story, and he lost that opportunity. So he is fully aware that right now there are no other chances for him to wrestle a match uh, or to have a spot uh, at WrestleMania unless he makes one for himself. Well, he can enter the Andre Battle Royal. Well, that, did you hear about the Andre getting announced? Did oh, you? Wait, did you? Exactly. You did not. All right. me. <laughs> <laughs> So, wait for it, Rowan. Wait for Seth's uh, Hanash to get announced. Uh, it's bound to happen in the next three weeks, right? Getting into the show. Right. Uh, you mentioned RK, bro. They're the new Raw Tag Team Champions. So, they reclaimed that this was a surprise to me because I Randy Orton versus Riddle was going to happen at WrestleMania. But instead, we're getting this. So, Chino, what did you think of the match and the result? Surprising because I expected them to fully face each other in WrestleMania. Uh, but I guess they're really doubling down on this tag team because they really like what they see. Where they go from here, uh, I, I, again, I can't say because this was so unexpected. I mean, they seem to be making a lot of merch money and they seem to be really over with the crowd and with people online, which is why I guess they're getting another run as the tag champs. Uh, Rowan? Um. <clears throat> I didn't really like this title change because uh, um, Ameri- uh, American Alpha 3, sorry. Alpha Academy are doing well uh, with their run. And what I really hope is that the, uh, Alpha Academy would win back the titles and then RK Bro would uh, split up and then they mag heel turn with see Randy. Or, or it would be interesting if si Riddle did mag heel turn. Yeah, I don't think Riddle's turning heel. Ro? Yeah, I agree with Rowan here. Um... I don't think Alpha Academy should have lost the championships, but they kind of booked themselves in a corner here. Like they had the championship match all booked already for this week's episode of Raw. That was if the Alpha Academy retain, then I don't think there is a nice way to get them on the 
WrestleMania card. So I think by doing this, they get a rematch. They get to run the rematch at WrestleMania. I say both teams have been doing really, really well. Um, I think obviously we know that RK Bro has been doing well, but also Alpha Academy and Chad Gable have been such a nice surprise. So I think they want to keep that there. And Yun, um, I wouldn't be surprised again if we saw this rematch at WrestleMania. Yeah, parang you need a rubber match, Let's go to NXT Roadblock and start off with Dolph Ziggler, new NXT champion. So, Ro, you called your shot on this one. Yeah. Uh, if you lose four straight matches against Champa and Breaker, uh, you know, for weeks in a row, then they are obviously setting you up for a big win. And a big win they did get. So, I think this was to make the. Um, Stand and deliver card more must see because big name Ziggler against uh Braun Breaker that's a big main event that you can get on NXT. Yeah, this is only the second time since Finn Balor went back to NXT. Now, a main roster person uh, has become NXT champion. Do you like this, Rowan? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when, when the referee's hand hit the, the mat for the third time, napatalun talaga ako sa upo Like, I mean, I mali ako sa prediction ko, but. I deep inside me, I really want Ziggler to win then. Because he hasn't won a title, a singles title since 2018 with the Intercontinental title. And it's really interesting if a main roster superstar would uh, contend for a, a NXT title, which is, that's So I'm looking forward to what's going to happen next in the next episode of NXT or even Stand and Deliver. Igor Chino. No, you guys are all correct here. Um, people, will, Vince wants people to put eyes on NXT, and he does the one thing that AEW is doing right now. He puts somebody established on that brand so that people pay attention to it and watch these newer guys do their thing. Uh, Admin Jackie may, uh, making a bit of a dig towards people saying, now, oh, why did Dolph win? Because he's not much a fresh face and all that. I mean, the idea is still to really drum up promotions, uh, especially for the big show, but NXT Stand and Deliver happening on the same day as WrestleMania Night 1. So how do you get people's attention on it by bringing an established superstar as your main eventer and a champion when that's it's something they that did. they rarely do? It's what it's what they did with Finn. It's what they did with Charlotte. It's what they're doing with Dolph Ziggler right now. Yeah, that's right. Pangatlo na nga pala si Dolph Ziggler. So yeah, I think they've been doing this. Yung main roster superstar uh, would have a cameo on the NXT. Nung, when NXT was being rebranded, nung 2012 or 13, bayon, they had like Drew McIntyre. They had like Michael McGillicuddy appear on ano, NXT to contend for the NXT title. So that maraming tututok sa NXT kahit papano, even if, ano, uh, they're not that really main event type of stars, pero established na sila. So, mar- marami pa rin tututok sa NXT, which is good. Yeah, it's good, it's good. I wouldn't call it a cameo. I would say it's a quick run, diba? For Charlotte, for Finn, he was there for like a year. For Dolph, we don't know how long he's gonna be there. It's not a cameo. Like a cameo, just he appeared for like five seconds. Um, let's talk about how horny NXT was this week. <laughs> There's really no no other way to put it. It was a very uh, sexual tension-filled episode between yeah. Persia and Duke, Idris Sanofa and Malik Blade and Mandy, Nikita Lyons. Uh, there's another person I'm missing right now. But like the, the, the hormones are all over the place, Ro. Yeah, and, uh, 
<laughs> so we got a rumor from way before, right? That they wanted to make um, NXT, they wanted to cater it to the younger audience by making it more sexual and also making it a little more edgy with the con- with the language and all that. Uh, this week was its horniest in since I don't know, since the reboot. And I like it. Um you do kind of miss the sexual content, but I think, and I don't know if uh, the women agree here. I think it's horny in a way that doesn't demean the women. You know, but that's what that's what I got from it. Like everyone is allowed to be in touch with their with their sexual side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot more fun, if you will, and more human. I don't know about you guys. So, ako, ano, yung favorite part ko is Brooks Jensen and his ongoing storyline of him just being unable to land a date with anyone, get in bed with anyone, and how he keeps putting his foot in his mouth. Like, it's it's relatable, but it's super, super funny because, like, parang yan, alam mong exage na, na nakakagago. So, like you, Ro, I'm actually enjoying it. And, uh, yung nga, the, the women in the comments, let us know if you think it's demeaning because from what I'm seeing, uh, I, I might be missing something here, but I'm enjoying it. Chino? No, I am enjoying it as well. It reminds me a lot of the Attitude Era humor uh, without, again, being demeaning. Because Attitude Era was... Itong, itong si Neil, I think he hit it on the head by saying that it's not like Edge and Leader are having a live sex celebration, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. I, I, I it's not like you... It's sorry, not like you're watching a sorry. It's not like you're watching a brand panty match, right? Or yung live sex celebration. It's it's still in that same area, pero in a different address. If you get what I mean. Like, yeah, I mean, like a, when people like Nikita Lyons, Electra Lopez, and Mandy Rose are getting highlighted, but you, you can see why. But like they're really hot women. Like I think we can all agree unanimously that they're all hot and understandable. Yung reactions in Brooks Jensen or in Malik Blade and Idris Enofe. Malik the freak. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, whoever's writing this new direction for NXT 2.0, uh, ng race because uh, we're enjoying the sophomoric humor to this degree. Glendale, I would love, I would love NXT Euphoria because hey, that would be so great. That would be so great, honestly. Jesus <laughs> right, uh, let's talk about the bracket busters. Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai uh, have ruined all of our brackets. They're going to the Dusty Cup Finals. Rowan, what did you think about Wendy and Dakota? Well, uh, I, I originally originally want Cora Jade and Raquel to win, pero natalo na sila. They're eliminated. But uh, pero ngayon, I feel like they're actually gonna win because I also have a feeling that Io Shirai might get called up on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chino, do you think uh, these two unlikely uh, stars are gonna win the Dusty Cup? Honestly, I did not expect them to win. Go go past the first round, let alone win and go get this far. But mm-hmm. if you're going to look at the history of the Dusty Cup from both the men's and women's side, it thrives on the most random tag teams ever. You yeah. got Finn and, Finn and Joe the very first time. Yeah, the Broser Wage, Ricochet Alistair. Yeah. Exactly. Because they really wanted to establish Dusty Rhodes' ability to put a tag team together and make it work. 
But I guess that's what they were trying to do. And with this one, and it's actually not the tag team I expected to make it through. But it, again, it's not as surprising as people might think. Rose, Abini Rowan, he imagined, uh, he thinks Wendy and Dakota are going to win. What do you think? Uh, at this point, if they got to the finals, then I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, my only thing is, if somebody has to be, get called up, I would make it Casey and Caden because I think they've proven themselves with uh, the growth that they've had, especially Casey. Uh, the main roster women's tag team division needs a lot of help, and I would much rather get an actual team instead of getting the team of two single stars put together because uh, they deserve their singles runs. But uh, yeah, um, Wendy and Dakota, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But uh, I also would not be surprised if EO and Kaylee Ray also won. Uh, before Casey and Kaden get called up, I just want uh, Kaden Carter to have that moment with Brooks Jensen. Para <laughs> oh. payoff. I don't think that's happening. They better move on. I have no idea. I think they're trying to get him with the bartender girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They have they they haven't acknowledged the Casey thing. Ah, the Kaden thing. Yeah, I I keep forgetting bartender girl's name, but but she won a match this week. So yeah, I think she's like part of their little story now. So which Uh, which is kind of cute, I guess. All right, uh, last thing on our list for our supersized episode. Thanks, AEW. A kid. Going to NXT 2.0. Ro, I know you're excited for this one. Yes. uh, A-Kid is, uh, if you don't watch NXT UK, A-Kid is really one of the brightest young stars that they got over in Europe. Uh, If you you need a comparison, he is the next Finn Balor. Uh, He has young technical ability, uh, MMA striking ability, and high flying, especially the same lean look that Finn has. So, uh, this is the kind of guy that Vince wants, new, young, good-looking uh, person that a lot of people can latch on to. Not, def- not the big uh, hoss types, but uh, the physically. So uh, it's no surprise that he was the one who was plucked from NXT UK after Volta or Gunta. So I foresee big things for him. And he should be able to shore up young uh, depth of NXT 2.0 especially with all the rookies on that roster. Yeah, I know that we don't have a lot of NXT UK viewers in the chat. So if you want to look for yung mga highlights niya on NXT UK, go look for the match against Gunta. Uh, go look for the match against Trent Seven when he won the Heritage the Cup Heritage Championship. Cup. Yeah, there we go. But yes. basically is Heritage Cup Champion. It was really, really good for an inaugural run. So I'm, I'm excited for this guy. The match against Noam Dar was also pretty good. For the heritage club. People are making yeah, yeah. jokes about uh, A-Kid's name. I actually do agree that he does need to change it because it used to yeah. stand for Anonymous Kid and yeah, or, you're going to have yeah, to yeah, have yeah. a real a real person name now. I guess. Uh, I think this is one instance where when he gets to NXT 2.0 and the name change, people will be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But to be fair, uh, on NXT UK and itong vignette that aired this week, they did explain that El Nino Anonimo, so he was the anonymous kid, and they, you know, they shortened it. Plus, my backstory pa. So there, there is a bit of effort there. But if he uses like an actual person's name, I think it, it would be a good move as well. So there, that's our uh, that's our live stream. We're gonna get to our picks of the week, and then we'll draw for cookies. Uh, I'm gonna start with my pick of the week. It was the Triple Threat Tag Team Championship match on Raw for all the reasons we talked about earlier. So ganda ng final sequence of the match. And if you have 30 to 40 minutes to burn this week, go watch that match on Raw. Uh, let's go to Rowan. 
Yeah, uh, my pick of the week is Dolph Ziggler winning the NXT Championship by defeating Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Braun Breaker. So, although I predicted that si Braun ang mananalo, I'm really happy for Ziggler, uh, especially that he won the title for the first time in four years. All right, Ikaro. Uh, my pick of the week, Dalawa. Uh, one is Wade Barrett's Master Beta line on commentary. <laughs> really good. I can't believe they got they got it to slide past the you know. The whatever internal filter there is in the company, and uh, the match, um, Brian Danielson versus John Moxley on Revolution. Sayang lang that it was at the point where it was uh, the crowd was getting tired, but you know, it was a great match. Chino, my pick of the week goes out to AEW and Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky for the TNT title. Um, a lot of great moments in it. It also established Paige Van Zandt as an AEW uh, talent now. It'll be interesting to see how herself and Tay Conti go at it since they're both uh, shooters. All right. Uh, while Babyface producer Gail sets up our magic roulette, really quickly, picks from the comments. Sky Lance, Paige Van Zandt debuting and attacking Tay Conti. Julian Angdame, among them Jeff Hardy and the entire Revolution pay-per-view. For Leo, the, the Triple Threat Tag Team match and Stone Cold's promo and Jeff Hardy's debut. Lendale picks the Triple Threat Tag match as well, the Dog Collar match and Jeff Hardy. Dame put a raw tag team title match, actually. Bruce saying his pick is Randy Orton saying this is the most fun he's had in his career. Mohanaman. Uh, Alan picks Jonah versus PCO and the Revolution pay-per-view. For JM, British Dad and his American Kids. And Hangman landing the uh, Buckshot Lariat on Dante Martin. Roman J, same then tag team championship match on Raw, plus uh, yung Tornado Trios match. For John Christopher, the uh, three-way tag team championship match on AEW. Admin Angelo picks Jade Cargill and the tag team championship match. And Persia Perotta on NXT 2.0. Uh, Glendale picks the Jade costume of Jade Cargill, which was pretty good. And finally, si Neil, he picks uh, the Buy an Edgelord Trios match. <laughs> yeah, uh, that happened. Just right. yung hindi alam ni JR kung ano yung Mortal Kombat character. Like, that's such a boomer thing. That's just a boomer thing to do. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I don't know. Um, I think JR must have been been tired because like Tony Schiavone had to tell him where they were at no intro no revolution. So he okay. kind of forgot they were in Orlando. Yeah, right. Uh let's go to our magic roulette. Babyface producer Gel. Let's put it up. We're looking for two names here. Let's draw them back to back. Rowan, hit the music. All right. Spin that wheel, babyface producer Gel. Admin, admin Angelo Hombala Saya. No worry. If you ever win, Hombala Saya. All right, our first winner is Pau Zabala. All right, yes, let's spin another one. Nice one, Pau Zabala and Glendale. What's up, man? All right, Thank congratulations awesome. to Pau and to Glendale. We'll hit you up within the week so you can claim your cookies from Cookies by CEO. Uh, Ro, where can they follow them? Yeah, Sina. Yung, uh, uh, cookies by CEO. Where can they follow Cookies by CEO? Yeah, at Cookies by CEO on Instagram. Uh, that's part of the mechanics. <laughs> they should be following them already. <laughs> right. <laughs> cookies by CEO on Facebook as well. So, yeah. Um, 
Don't worry if you didn't win. We have two more weeks of this. Because uh, Cookies by CEO has promised to give out five buckets of free cookies. So that's two down and three more to go. All right. Uh, any plugs before we get out of here, Chino? Yes. So this week on the Class Clown podcast, I am talking to Sean Alonzo, who you may know better as the bladesmith behind Ballette Blades. If you guys find him on Instagram, you might have seen his work. And I talked to him about knife making and why Forged in Fire is like the WWE version of bladesmithing. So all that and more in this week's episode of the Class Clown Podcast. Also, this week on my YouTube channel, the James Deacon episode goes up. So you'll see all that glory in video form. All that information available on my link tree, linktr.ee slash Chino Supersize. How about you, Rowan? Uh, yeah, please subscribe to our Patreon so that you can access our uh, Me and Rose uh, weekly wrestling reviews. Bro? Uh, yeah, um, no new articles for me this week yet, but uh, just follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. If you have questions, we'll answer them. We'll post them here on our social media. All right, and uh, watch out for Rose's upcoming review of uh, 2K22. So watch out for that uh, WW2K22 As for me Go check out On Deck with Stan C This week I talk about Embarrassing radio stories How I made an idiot Out of myself on air And uh, catch now steaming as well For the Chinois in the crowd We talk to International journalist Barnaby Law About how complicated Our relationship As Chinois are, uh, Is with uh, Mainstream media here in the Philippines It's a very fun And relevant conversation Given that the elections Are just two months away As we get out of here uh, Please don't forget To follow the podcast On Spotify Facebook Twitter Instagram And TikTok You know where to find us uh, Please give us a Five star rating If you haven't yet Thank you very much To Babyface producer Gail And the rest of the PNA team And don't forget to follow us Individually At Rowis War At Gina Supersized At Monday Night Rowan N-I-T-E on Twitter N-I-G-H-T on Instagram and at underscore Stan C for me. So on behalf of Ro Moran, Chida Liao, and Rowan ASH, my name is Stan C, reminding everyone to keep your masks on, get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. Please go out and vote this May at wag bumoto ng magnanakaw. Wrestling, wrestling podcast. Wag bumoto ng taong nanood ng Adman para ma-inspire tumakbo. Yun! Also go watch Batman. Yun lang, go watch Batman. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.